listening to Garbage Hill, Winnipeg's first podcast network, GarbageHillNetwork.com. Welcome to Witch Police Radio. This is an episode we recorded on location at Shine On Festival of Music and Art. Originally, we were supposed to do a live podcast on, on the small stage at the festival, but uh, for various reasons that didn't happen, and instead we ended up doing uh, field recordings, interviews with artists uh, in literally a field, and we got some really good live recordings and some uh, really good interviews. So the following are interviews with Rain Hamilton and her string quartet, with Roger Roger, with Eli Matis of None the Wiser, and with Micah Ehrenberg. Enjoy. That's any awful easy task. Quentin Bart. We just kind of interrupted you guys practicing, but appreciate <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you giving us the time. And you're playing uh, very shortly on the... Noon, we're first up. Cool. Well, have you played this festival before? I have. This is my fourth year, actually. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, Shinedown is like a, a festival home for me. Do you, uh, have you seen it grow pretty considerably over the... Uh, over I the have. The stage grows every year. Yeah. And the crowd grows and changes every year. Well, I think they like to get as many different kinds of as possible too, right? I mean, this is yeah, a, a based on what I just city. heard now when we snuck up on you guys rehearsing. Um, it, it sounds like what you're doing definitely fits with the overall vibe here. But I mean, with the string instruments, uh, usually this type of strings you see here are going to be like uh, maybe a fiddle, maybe a guitar, banjo, and mm-hmm. that's about it, right? So this is you guys are obviously bringing something pretty different uh, to the festival. Um, what do you call the type of stuff that you just played? How do you define musically? I would call it like chamber folk. Okay, okay. I like that too. <laughs> chamber folk. Chamber folk. That makes sense. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. borrowing from the classical tradition of chamber music. Right. It's like a string quartet kind of vibe, but with paired with like the folk, folk tradition of songwriting. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. How do you think that's going to go over here? Do you think people are, are kind of in the mood for at, in the morning on a <laughs> weekend long festival? I start my day this way every day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I don't mean to suggest it wouldn't. It's just a, yeah. Oh, no, I'm just saying. I think yeah. it's a great start to the day. Yeah, yeah. cool, cool. We'll see. We'll see what happens. And how long has this this unit been a unit with, with the, the four of you here? Uh, the three the three of us have been working together for a yeah. few years now. Yeah, cello, bass, and, and guitar. With, and then okay. Murray on fiddles. I'm, a new, I'm, I'm the newbie. Cool, cool. And how 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 are you? Uh, how, how do you are you enjoying this? Uh, this oh, I was, just, I was just thinking about it as we were sitting here playing. It's just like it was just wonderful, you know. Like <laughs> these these guys are great, and just it's a very special thing when like you got the bass and the cello, like yeah, yeah. you know, twinkling away together like that. Oh man, so nice. Are these songs um, songs that were written without the, uh, the the extra string instruments, or are they written for this kind of arrangement? They stand alone as songs also. I tour solo a yeah. lot uh, across Canada, and so they're kind of designed 
both ways. They usually start as like a singer-songwriter kind of song. Okay. And then the arrangement comes afterwards and all just serving to enhance. Yeah, what's there? When you're selecting songs to, to add this to, I mean, are they kind of, is there a certain sort of vibe to a song that makes you think, okay, this is going to be a great one to fit with, with these additional instruments? Or do you just sort of see what happens? They almost all fit. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they almost do. Uh, that might have a lot to do with, I've been a violin player since I was a little kid, oh, okay. and that's my first instrument. So I feel like that's just, just like part of the lens that I see the world, and especially the musical world through. Sure, sure. So it's part of me. It comes natural, all this string business. <laughs> and is, is there is this the, uh, I mean, do you tour with this, this band at all? Or is this just for the for this festival or certain shows? Uh, or? Yeah, we do. We've done some shows across Manitoba for sure this summer. Mm-hmm. And then some other stuff is duo. We're pretty flexible. Cool. And what kind of uh, what kind of shows do you usually get uh, with this? I mean, because of the you know obviously, a lot of the instruments are not what you would typically expect in like, say a folk show or a pop show or whatever. I mean, uh, are you, what kind of audiences are you playing to? What kind of, what kind of audiences kind of does this stuff appeal to? Often to a listening audience. Festival audiences is huge. I've done eight festivals this okay. summer. Uh, but also like corporate background kind of gigs. We've done two. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Corporate background gigs, yeah. hey? Yeah. yeah. That's the old chamber good. folks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that makes, that makes total yeah. sense, though, right? Yeah. You want, yeah, yeah, yeah. Chamber of Commerce. Whoa. Chamber of Folk. Yeah, science. One, two, Yes. Mm-hmm. 
not doing a on-stage interview but no. we're doing the next best thing yeah. and we're sitting in a field and uh, maybe the best way to start is if you want to just introduce yourselves and we can just kind of go from there. Yeah sure I'm Madeline Roger and I'm Lucas Roger and we're Roger Roger. Roger Roger, oh, Roger, Roger. <laughs> right. It's all coming together. <laughs> it is. The name you saw on the list of people you're supposed to interview. That is this correct. Is, this is, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Good, we didn't good, just good. pick random people. It's good. So yeah thank you for talking to us in the field at Shine On. Of course. <laughs> thank you. And uh, so I mean uh, I think you were saying earlier before we started recording, you played here before. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, actually, the first time that Lucas and I ever played together was oh, here. Oh, really? That's true. Yeah. yeah. Was that four years ago? Four years ago, but we didn't have, we didn't do any, uh, <laughs> we didn't do any originals at that time. No, we, were we just, just did covers with our our younger cousins who are also twins, okay. Kate and Amy, and we did like a four part thing. So was it Roger, 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 Roger? Well, we weren't Roger, Roger yet. Oh. And we, we hadn't formed, and this was just like a thing because we all liked singing together. It was, like, they also it was like a law Roger? office. Was Roger <laughs> no, their <laughs> last name. Roger, Roger, Roger Peterson and, and Peterson. <laughs> yeah. What kind of covers were you doing? What did we do? Did well, you do a Gillian Welch song? We okay. okay. We would have done some like James Taylor probably. Um... Man, oh. the way time flies. <laughs> that was four years ago. But the funny thing is now, so that was our first show, and then I think we actually played again as a, a duo. The next year, the which next was probably year, which our was, next show after that. Which was probably the next show, and maybe one of our first shows as Roger Roger. But but that was now into the realm of all originals. Now we don't do any covers. Yeah. Okay. Almost okay. as a policy. Yeah. Well, how do, you, how do you define what you sound like now? I mean, I've heard you before, and uh, I feel like this festival has kind of a certain vibe to it but there's also a lot of really diverse people playing as well so yeah. how would you kind of where, where do you fit in genre wise i know it's a horrible question everyone hates no it, it's okay uh we feel pretty strongly tied to the singer songwriter okay uh label if you will i think that a lot of what we do centers around the songs that we write and then we try to we try to perform them and arrange them in a way that just serves the story of the song okay um and it does lie definitely within the folk roots vibe, some rock inspiration. Um, well, like what kind of, uh, I mean, are there any artists that you both sort of point to as an inspiration that, that comes through in the music? Uh, Anais Mitchell would be one of the first ones that comes to mind. Singer-songwriter from Vermont who okay. has written some of the best albums I've ever heard. She's very story-oriented and very, her songs are really cool too in recorded versions because they're really, they're, there's seemingly not much, like, I don't mean to say not much going on, but like they're not too busy, but there's a lot of instrumentation. If you take a moment and listen back, it's like, wow, there's a clarinet and an accordion oh, okay. and a cello and fiddle and... But none of it's like jumping out at yeah, you. It just serves like the whole kind of picture. Yeah. Kathleen Edwards is another one, okay. singer-songwriter. Okay. Well, she's Looking from at the Canadian yeah, people, yeah, yeah, Joel Plaskett. Sarah Harmer. Plaskett, okay. cool. Ron, yeah. Ron Sexsmith. There's, yeah. yeah, there's a lot of great Canadian singer-songwriters probably that we look at the most. And that 
is very closely tied to what we listened to growing up. There was a okay. lot of Canadian folk singer-songwriter stuff around the house. I think that's a fairly common experience for a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like Everyone listened to Gordon Lightfoot growing up. Yeah, 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 totally, totally. Yeah. Yeah. I grew up yeah. in an apartment, so I listened to Billy Ray Cyrus. <laughs> <laughs> so as far as... Mom, I, mean, I love you, but fuck <laughs> you. As far as songwriting goes, I mean, you know, most people you're, you're just talking about singer-songwriter types. Yeah. Um, how do you, how does songwriting work for the two of you? How, what's the kind of format for uh... starts off separately usually okay. for the both of us yeah maybe that's more so how I do things than Madeline does well, things well it's just sort of how it's worked because I started writing songs in secret really yeah. and then Lucas sort of I was like, hey, what are you doing over there? What is that? I You've need to know. You've been in the know. bathroom for a real long time. <laughs> Turn the, all the fans up real loud. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, I think for me, like I'm a pretty private songwriter. I like to hide away in okay. a deep, dark hole where no one else can hear me until I have something that resembles a song. And then once I've decided that I don't hate it, I, <laughs> bring it out to Madeline and then we usually just work through it together they don't change too much from how no. we work on them ourselves but there's often like word choice talk okay talk about arrangement like you know if if there's a part that really doesn't work if there's a phrase that has too many syllables yeah yeah, yeah. yeah oddly it's enough that is a word. thing that's, that's pretty definitely, important that's that's a big part of what dog. The, there's a dog coming over here. hey doggy hey what that dog loves squirrels. I saw it go down earlier. I'm pretty sure this dog's name is Levon. Yeah, his dog's name is Levon. That's, that's Ben's dog. Ben will be on the show in a, yeah. In a yeah, little bit. Yeah, that is Ben's dog. Ooh, yeah. Hey, Levon, what's going on, buddy? <laughs> what do you have to say about the whole thing? and squirrels. How do you write songs? All right, see you later. <laughs> <laughs> Cut, the river beef 
for someone listening, is there kind of a distinctness between the, the two songwriters that, that people can pick out? Like, is it very clear? I mean, obviously to you guys it is, but yeah. do you think it's noticeable? Someone can say, okay, this is your song, this is your song. Well, they, you can usually tell because we sing right. We sing the lead vocal but aside on whichever that, song. Like, are there any, if you looked at it on yeah. paper, there'd be, there's a few groups of songs, I feel like. We have some songs that are that go far in the direction of, like, this is, you know, the writer song. Like, this will be Madeline's okay. song or my song. That kind of go, that really are unique to us and then there's also songs that we pull into the center that that really could go either way if you looked at them on paper yeah we both write about we both like to write story songs and we both like to write songs about like quirky fictional characters and we both like to write songs about you know relationship stuff because that's a never-ending well of inspiration. Right, for everybody. Yeah. Especially when things are yeah. not going well. Yeah. It's like, oh, 15 songs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's an album. <laughs> yeah, but um, I, I, I think it's partially because, you know, we, we've, we've known each other since the day we were both right, born. Right. Like, we have the same environment growing up, and we shared a bedroom until we were... 13? Something like that, yeah. And so we listen to a lot of the same music <laughs> before bed as well, right, right? right? So it's like, I think it's hard for us to really say what the major differences are. It's easier to tell with vibe. Like, Lucas's songs are a lot more... They're just a bit more driving, I yeah. suppose. Because you played in rock bands, and you've got that... You, you write some of your tunes on electric guitar. It's probably more like laid-back, backbeat-type songs. Okay. Like, okay. yeah, from my pool of stuff. And I... Uh, the, the stuff that is distinctly more mine would be, I think, more melodic and, and finger-picking a little bit okay. more. Okay. Um, and just... The, and, and that perhaps comes from a background of, you know, singing in vocal harmony groups and and being really into into more subdued music. Yeah, like James, James Taylor James would be one that comes to mind. Okay. Is it? Do you, I mean, you've both done other projects, obviously. Aside from this, did you find it easier or harder to work together than, than as far as songwriting than, than with people who maybe you didn't share a bedroom with for thirteen years? Like, does that, is, is there a benefit, I guess, to it? To yeah. It's really you? quick. Yeah, it's quick. I think we understand what we're, the other person's trying to say. Right. There's the, there's a little bit of a shortcut. You know, it's not. And we can say really quickly. Like, ah, eh, you know what, that song, I dig it, but I don't think it's right for Roger Roger. We say that and all the time. Yeah, and, it, and it's like, neither of us care at all. Right, I think that's nice. We can be critical of each other and not have it be even remotely personal. It's like, I respect his opinion, I'm pretty sure you respect my opinion. Pretty sure. I'm right. <laughs> pretty sure. But I think we've said this before, be. like, there's nothing we haven't said to each other right. or haven't really, like, been through growing up. Right. That, it, that would be more intense than saying... Yeah. I just think this song would be better suited elsewhere than our project. Right. Like that's pretty simple in the scheme of things. And sometimes we're stubborn about it. Yeah. 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 And like just going through life growing up, like whatever happens, you know, we've done a lot of the living part of things together. Yeah. Sometimes we're stubborn and like there's a couple songs where this has happened of my own where I know Lucas been like, yeah, you know what, that line, I don't know, there's something about it. And I'll be like, no, that's my favorite line. <laughs> and then I'll keep it and then like a month will go by like, ah, oh, fuck. Yeah, right. right. As soon as he yeah, accepts it, like, like, I want that toy. Wait, 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 no, no, I don't. Now he's playing with it and you're like, wait, now I want that fucking toy. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. I shared it with my brother for 30 years, so I understand oh, what yeah. you guys are saying. There you go. Yeah. It's a little longer. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot longer. <laughs> it's, it's like, just like move out of the house already. <laughs> so as far as the actual... Uh, like the instrumentation, I mean, is it, it? Are you guys always a two-piece, or is there ever? Uh, I mean, for recording and stuff as well, or is all the it tours we've done, and we've have, we've done two-piece, 
But we play sometimes with the band, with okay. the backing band. Uh, we played here at China on, on Thursday night with a, with a band. Uh, and we have a few gigs in Winnipeg coming up that have that we have a full band with. Cool, Just cool. depends on the setting. Like we like to, we like to explore the songs in the same way we worked on the album sometimes with the band. But okay. for touring and for a lot of like more intimate shows, it's just better served yeah. by doing a duo. For sure, yeah. Yeah, but and then sometimes like we're playing the Sherbrooke Street Festival in a couple weeks. Oh, cool. And and it's for that sort of thing. It's like well, we would love to have just more more energy and more space it's funny with having a backing band you, it actually lends more we, we, Lucas and I are able to sort of set back a little bit do and less do less yeah, yeah. and it ends up feeding the song more somehow yeah so it's nice for shows like that where you know a big live space yeah it's a, it's a big stage at the street fest yeah and, and you know the street goes on forever right yeah, there's no yeah. like walls to As close the room to tour, off you guys can play a coffee shop yeah if, if yeah. need be and we do yeah people, right, right? right yeah yeah, yeah. 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 and we yeah. can actually survive playing a coffee shop just the two of us and but if we, you know, if, if there was five people, oh, that you got three whining van, assholes in the back of the van yeah. wanting food all the time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, plus then you need like a hotel room and like, screw yeah. that. Like, you just sleep on someone's yeah. floor. I think we will tour with the band at some point, but there'll be shorter tours to begin with. Okay. Like we're, the, the way that we're approaching it right now is that we're sort of building an audience in other cities. Because, of course, even in Winnipeg, you can't start your first show, even if you're from Winnipeg, and expect that a whole bunch of people are going to be there. It takes time. So now we're starting that process in other cities across um, Canada and like Canada. Beginning to build an audience, cool. and once we have a bit of an audience there, then it'll make sense to be like, okay, let's bring our band and like put on put on a freaking rock show. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Does the uh, having the band change the dynamic of any of the songs significantly? Like, do they oh, yeah. get a new life? It, sort of a. It's funny. Like, we are so we are so adamantly about serving the song. Yeah. And I I, I hope that what we can accomplish is that whether we're performing the songs as a duo or whether we have a five piece that the it's song the and the song. story comes across yeah. the same but there's just more there's more grit or there's more there's more I, it's, it's hard to put a finger on what exactly there is more of when there's a band there's just more it's just more of an expansion of the yeah. same idea. coming from Winnipeg grit is important Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. There's Winnipeg one thing like Winnipeg knows, it's grit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we're a chop full of that. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Do you guys uh, want to plug any shows you have coming up or um, anything like that? Yeah, we're playing the Cube. Oh, when is that? On, well, that's this Wednesday. This Wednesday. When, yeah, oh, probably, the yeah. 31st. The 31st. The 31st. That's my 35th birthday. Hey, there you go. Yeah, that's, playing, that's why I know the date. So you're playing your birthday at the Cube. It's a, uh, an afternoon it's a show? It's a noon show. Noon show. And then we're playing the, uh, the Sherbrooke Street Festival. On, I think that's the tenth. Is it? Yeah, the yeah. ninth or the tenth. The tenth yeah, would be yeah. the Saturday, cool. right? Yeah, it's the yeah. 10th, yeah. And that's these are all with backing with a backing band, cool. and then also Harvest Moon Festival out in Clearwater, Manitoba. And that's also with a band. We also play the band. Do you guys do a lot of the? Uh, this, it seems like every week I hear of a new festival in Manitoba. Yeah, There's yeah. So many of them. Yeah. Is that a big thing for you, like to be touring these little festivals throughout the summer? We've been. We've been like, at least them four years. Our... Let's go with at least four years. <laughs> yeah. We've been doing these festivals. Well, <laughs> no, well, we've only actually been playing as a duo for two years. Oh, wow! And then we released our album. What was that? In January. In January. Okay. So, so we've only really been doing festivals since then. And we did. Okay. We did a bunch on the last tour and uh, two festivals in Ontario the last three weeks, and then. Uh, then we have this one, and then we have Harvest Moon. So cool. wow. yeah, we're doing yeah. four. Yeah. And we did another one, in, yeah, like Medicine Hat. Yeah, that's right. Ooh, Medicine uh, Hat. Yeah, Music they have festival. a, they have a fabulous winter festival, winter festival oh, really? called cool. Tongue cool. on the Post. It's a great name. It's in the it's in the Medalta Pottery. Uh, 
factory that used to produce all the like clay pots for like Canada. So this, it's been converted into this museum of sorts for like the history. And, and it still is also a working studio. It still is a working studio, yeah. yeah. And they have a festival that's held in there once a year called Tongue on the Post. It's incredible. Cool. And so we did that. That was in March. That's a, that's a, that's a tongue-in-cheek name for a winter yeah. festival. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's quite good. Cool. And if people want to find your album or uh, find out more info, what's the best way for them to do that? Oh, we have all of the things we have. Facebook, MySpace, uh, <laughs> Nexopia. <laughs> <laughs> Hit us up on MSN. Yeah, no, uh, we're on uh, we're on all those, but probably our website www.rogerrogermusic.com. Floor in a field at Cary, uh, Manitoba, with Eli Matus, who has been on the show a million times already. Beaver Mine Creek is back again. It's Beaver Creek Park. Is it Beaver Creek Park? Yeah, that's what Al calls his place during the festival. Cool, cool. Well, how, how's your uh, how's your weekend been? It's been pretty good so far. I yeah, I was doing a lot of photos last night of, for Tuoto played, and they're really good. Have you played yet? Uh, no, we play at 4:30 today. Cool, and that's with none the wiser. Mm-hmm. You bet. 
Cool. And you, okay, obviously this festival is a big deal for you guys. You have a song with Shine on the title, right? I do have a song. I was so going to film a music video for it out here, but I forgot the little puppet dude that I wanted to film. <laughs> what about that? The main component of the video. The puppet. Yeah, what I is did. the uh, significance of the song then? Like, why, why, why Shine on? Uh, I can't really get into the actual significance of the song, but... Okay, what is the fake significance? <laughs> if the internet's forever, <laughs> I'm not going to talk about it. But, uh, the... Basically, it's just about coming out here every year and having a fun time and watching the festival grow from bands watching bands to bands watching bands with a few friends now. Right. And which Actually, a lot of friends. It's, yeah. so, it's, so, it's sold out the last couple of years, like, they put a cap on it because they can't, I mean, handle... Anymore, how how right? long have you actually been going to this festival? I've played every single year. Every single one. Yeah. How many is that now? Twelve. Oh, crap, that's a lot. Shit, really? I man, from everyone we spoke to, I thought this was about four-year-old festival. No, no, no. It's two thousand six. Hey, there's a drone. That's a drone. Two thousand six. That's the year I was born. That's, <laughs> that's wow. a long time ago. Yeah. So I mean, obviously, you've seen it grow and stuff over the years. Like, uh, how is this year's festival compared to the first time you came down here? Enormous. Yeah. Enormous. Like it was literally just the bands watching bands. And like, there, we probably filled up like, we camped in this area, the RV section, and we probably filled up like up to that red car oh, with wow. tents. That's it. So it's like from like there to there. A couple dozen people maybe. Yeah. Well, as I said if, earlier, um, when we pulled up, we just saw the sign and then the, the front of, of where you pull in. And I thought, what the fuck? This looks like four RVs and a sign that says shine on. Yeah. But then you come around the band here. Still a baby festival. And all of a sudden you've got a, you've got an a, actual festival back here. It's, and so. it's as big as it's going to get because they've put a limit on it, which is good like in terms of numbers of people yeah 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 like seven seven hundred tickets sold which is crazy that's a lot of people yeah yeah Yeah. so have you played every year with none the wiser uh no the first year i played with philly and the blunts then the the second year i played (laughs) with philly and the blunts and then the third year the after party okay then fourth then none the wiser was i actually played the third year with none the wiser and the after party and then it's just been none the wiser or the after party kind of okay. back and forth. Since, is the after party then. still a thing? No, no. but I it is. Our, talked about this last but it is. I, I was talking to uh, the Mike, the DJ and didgeridoo guy from Tuoto. Is that also the percussion player in the after party? And the old didgeridoo guy. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, we were talking yesterday, last night before his set, and uh, talking about maybe doing a tenth anniversary show. You heard it here first on Witch Police Radio. Tenth anniversary. Um, uh, that hasn't been announced because be cool. we don't know if we're going to be able to make it happen because people have moved away. But right. uh, our tenth anniversary will be around Christmas, so if anyone's in town cool. Jesus and willing to, willing to get together and hang out, we might be trying to put something like that together just for fun. Awesome. So this is, seems like a perfect setting for None the Wiser, though. I mean, like, I mean, I know you're 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 it's not your only project, but I mean, we play. Um, play at 4.30, which will be interesting, and we play on the little stage on the side, okay. which I've never played on that. Um, a couple years ago, we played like 1.30 main stage. Saturday night was a fantastic slot for our kind of music, but uh, we're going to bring like a pretty substantial late late night party to the mid-afternoon on the yeah, side yeah, stage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, what time do people start rolling on the bed here? It's, uh, we've been here all, all yeah, morning. Now-ish. Yeah, now-ish, yeah, yeah. I was worried that I missed you guys. We well, did. We were worried that we missed <laughs> yeah. you as well. Well, we got here and uh, we were supposed to be doing this on the stage, and there's just like nobody. 
So we figured we'll just. Uh, what time did you get here? Just after ten thirty. Just after we were supposed to I had just gone to bed. <laughs> That's what we figured. We kind of got the impression from everyone who was milling around. Yeah, that it I don't was, know much uh, happened. I ever expected people to be awake at that. Hour. No, I think if we do this again, this is. Is it ten thirty in the morning now? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Holy smokes! Yeah. So how do you? Uh, back to like a real question. <laughs> how do you? Because uh, you got the heights. You got none the wiser. Mm-hmm. Are you in anything else right now, or is that the two main? Uh, that's kind of the two things. And how do you separate the the time for each? Because mm. I mean, none the wiser is a huge band. You got a ton of people in it, right? Yeah. And then the heights seems to be kind of on the up and up, which is good. Like you guys are, you know, yeah. getting more attention. Yeah. Um, I, the way I separate the time is none the wiser is basically in all my spare time. Okay. So that I mean the heights is like the. The, the it's, thing. Well, yeah, it's the, heights. The, heights, the heights were getting together all the time and writing and and planning and plotting and all that fun stuff. Okay. Uh, world and domination. Then, it's a slow route. Oh, maybe friend. not world domination, but maybe just like, you know, regular rotation on the CBC. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's okay, kind of, that's okay, kind yeah. of our, our goal. No, but, um, oh, okay. But with None the Wiser, this is our only show of, of the year so far. Okay, okay. So we've been kind of on the back burner, but getting together and playing made me realize how fun that is as well so gonna have to try to make more time for both yeah. I've been doing like a little video series for another as well yeah that's very cool so that's gonna be a, a new thing well and I guess your role in both bands is pretty different right so yeah. that, that's got to contribute to like yeah. which do you prefer do you prefer being up front or do you prefer being the drummer mm. or does it depend I don't know. on the style yeah I, they're both really good at being like both they're enjoyable they're both a different kind of enjoyable I get way more nervous when I sing that's yeah. for sure yeah um even yeah. though you have like a million people on stage with you, does that does that? Yeah, no, it makes it easier. Like the guys are good guys, pretty, pretty relaxed atmosphere. But uh, I don't know. Yeah, they're very different. Like, those I don't are, know if I like one more than the other. Those songs you've been posting, like the most recent one I saw, it was just you with the guitar. Yeah. And singing is that kind of the? Yeah, idea I'm gonna do. Like, I'm gonna do a lot of those just because I have the time, right? Okay. And I've been messing around with some video stuff, and I'm just gonna. Probably post one a week for like a year. I know those those are pre-existing you, songs that you guys not get have? a grant to do that. You know, post one a, one a week for a year. I think if you get I a grant, that we'd be getting a grant right now. Oh yeah, <laughs> no. I could yeah. try. Yeah, there is money out there. Yeah, there is. Yeah, just gotta reach for it. Reach yeah. for them stars. Yeah. Uh, my name is Micah Ehrenberg. All right. Yeah. And we're sitting in the field with you. We're sitting in the field. Pretty yeah. straightforward. Yeah. 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 How's, yeah. how's your uh, festival been so far? Awesome. Uh, this is, I didn't get to go, well, I came last year only for Thursday night and I didn't, okay. even, stay, didn't even stay overnight. Really? Yeah. Back so, to uh, Matlock? Back to Matlock. That's a two pieces of information I gathered, your Whoa. name and Matlock. Yeah. yeah we do our research ahead of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Have you been there? No. No, yeah. but I do sleep a lot. So I don't know if that's... What does that do with anything? I don't know. I just wanted to tell people to sleep a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah fair enough. So are you yeah. doing the whole festival this year? Like you're here for the whole time? Or? I'm here for the whole time, yeah. And played on Thursday with Kieran West and his Buffalo band. Oh, cool. Play guitar in that band. Cool. And uh, one one of the guitar players. And then I play tonight with uh, with my band. Cool. And how do you uh, how do you define your music for someone who hasn't heard it before? Like, what would you? Hmm. I mean, I know a lot of people here obviously have uh, fairly strong folk elements in what they do, right? And uh, that's kind of a given, I guess, for this festival. But like, yeah. if you had to pin, you know pin it down a little, a little bit more. Specific. You know, that is interesting because people were saying that it's not not really a folk festival, but at the same time, it's like an alternative folk thing that's yeah. going on because pretty much everybody's folk based or folk influence at least. Folk right? influence, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, like you know, like the one, four, five chords. Yeah, and like. <laughs> kind of thing and then like weird variations on that and things that sound weird compared to that and whatever but anyways I don't know like 
I guess folk something. <laughs> folk like, something. There's folk, like folk something. There's the hype in the well, yeah. like for like the live show, like it's a bit, it's a little bit more rock and roll. Like there's a lot of like instrumental stuff, and okay. like it's more it's kind of like, uh, like psychedelic rock influenced at points and stuff. But then there's like a lot of country influence too. Okay. Uh, you know, like like Graham Parsons and oh, cool. And then like it's like songwriter stuff like that we listen to like. Just like actual, you know, like lyric songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like Towns Van Zandt and Elliot Smith cool. and stuff like that. So, yeah, I don't know, like some sort of some sort of weird uh, mashup of folk and stuff. You use that term? <laughs> I, I think that pretty much describes the festival, right? A weird mashup of folk and something like that's kind of the, right. Yeah, durable vibe. But yeah, it's not technically a folk festival, I guess. But, but maybe that makes it a folk festival. It's just like right. a modern folk festival. Yeah, I guess so. Well, guess there so. are folk here, right? Right. Yeah. Playing music. Yeah, right? Yeah. 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 Right? Yeah. yeah. I would say this is That guy's got a kite? Well. I mean, that's that's folksy. A kite is folksy. He's probably just doing it. He's just slamming it into the ground. Yeah. Like, you guys can't see this, obviously, but he just smashed it right into yeah. the ground there. Yeah. The I know a thing or two about kites, and that kite is fucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, oh, shit. No, he won't even get back in the air. Oh, no, there you go. Back down. If kite commentary is what people want to listen to on the radio, but. That guy's going to listen to this podcast. Oh, man, I thought it was doing great. <laughs> so, um, one of the things you just mentioned about the songwriters and, and that kind of influence and everything I've kind of seen online, you know, whether it's people reviewing you or just stuff on your website, I mean, the songwriter element seems to be pretty strong in, in what people are saying about you and kind of how, how you're uh, cool. presented. Yeah. I mean, is that, are lyrics a pretty important element to you, to what you're doing? And then, definitely. What yeah. I noticed from listening to some of your stuff is that it seems like, again, just assuming this is all called folk music, with folk music, I find there's a lot of sort of two different sides of you can do it you can keep it very spare and especially with the vocals and lyrics very kind of limited and uh, just a little bit of words here and there and then you can do the opposite which is fitting a lot of lyrics a lot of kind of into one small thing and you seem to be that side of things I mean you seem like you have a lot, right. a lot going on um, there yeah. so where does that come from uh, that's a good question because I know what you mean like and at the same time I think there's a lot of stuff that I haven't maybe released yet uh, that's kind of opposite like I've got this one song called Fair and Hall that's just like a lot of information okay uh, and it's about this guy named Fair and Hall from when oh the homeless guy who yeah yeah, 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 yeah exactly. right right let uh, never die yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> then he died yeah then he died yeah, yeah. then he died yeah, yeah. But he was, but I wrote this song with him, and it's like eight, eight, nine minutes long, and it's just like really long and lots of information, yeah. and it's, it's like very to the point. And then whereas there's other songs that are just sort of like you say a lot with a few words, right, right. Uh, and I don't know where it comes from. I think it's just like I'm pretty open with my songwriting. I'm not really like, like I'll accept anything uh, if it's if I if it satisfies me or if it's if I think it's good or it makes sense if the lyrics work okay. within like a weird set of internal rules that I set for myself but then like I think it's just uh, whatever if it's just an idea then it comes out that way like and and I guess I don't know it probably, probably has a lot to do with music I'm listening to at the time okay like people I'll listen to a lot of the time when listen to a band I start like writing a certain kind of music even if it's not like that music something that gets inspired yeah. by that yeah 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 I need to get a life I think I need to find a wife 
Someone who can care for me And make this living that I have so free I think I need to find a job And stop being a lazy slob Get a little flow on my dough So that my wife and I can go to Idaho which means I'll probably need to buy a car A car that's good enough to drive that far And clean enough to cross the borderline Honey, I think I need to buy some time This is where Logan usually buys me some time, takes a little guitar solo Well, I think of the next line <laughs> And maybe one day I can own a home Somewhere my wife and I can be alone No stupid roommates always getting me high And mama's worried but she don't know why And maybe then I'll find some time to chill Without a bottle or a trucker's pill Without a worry in my mind for anything Oh, I wanna learn to sing I think I need to get a life I think I need to get a life No worries about my honey Or time for strife I do it for the money I gotta get a life Start by going off to school Where I can learn to be all smart and cool I'll go to the fancy campus run cafe I'll call up my mom and tell her I'm okay I'll play an open mic and mic my guitar No one will hear it from the back of the bar They'll say you're singing like you're somebody else I'll tell them good, I only sing for myself and then my girlfriend will tell me I'm good But only because she knows she probably should You know I really love her and she loves me too So when she asks me why you're feeling blue I say you know I spent a lot of time on my own Thinking of wives and jobs and cars and homes So when the going doesn't go my way I get a little irritated, babe I think I need to get a life I think I need to get a life No worries about my honey Or time for strife I do it for the money I gotta get a life <laughs> what, uh, what kind of music did you Drop listening to like, and does any of that seep into what you play now? Uh, yeah, big time. I like I listen to a lot of, like Neil Young and like, I don't know, like Led Zeppelin. And before that, like my parents, my parents played a lot of Taj Mahal and okay, Daniel cool. Lanois and like Bob Dylan and David Bowie and like you know folk stuff basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, listen to a lot of folk stuff. Al Simmons. Okay. Listen to Al Simmons. Guy's a local legend, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah totally. Exactly. <laughs> Listen to some Al Simmons. That was a great record. <laughs>
<laughs> it really was. Which one? Was uh, it was called the truck I bought from Mo. Yeah. I, think I think I've heard that. Yeah, the record was just called Al Simmons. No, Al Simmons is the... No, because you know I know a lot about music. So obviously, Al Simmons is the record. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't know why I just interrupted with that, guys. I'm sorry. That was a weird comment. Yeah, I good. just saw a BMW pull in, and it's been wow. fucking with me since it did. Like, it's a really... It's not just a BMW. It's a really fucking nice BMW. Yeah, I, read it. And I saw that too. as we were talking about, like, the folk roots of the festival... Uh, a guy lo- rolls up in a BMW. Lo- lo- like, he just got a detailed guy BMW. Guy in a suit and a briefcase shows up and... <laughs> His clip on ponytail, yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, do you like social commentary stuff? Like you just like. I just really a great like to place fuck to with do the, it. the conversation because <laughs> it's going really, really well there. Yeah. Well, but think about it. You could just like sit in a music festival, and as long as you have a microphone yep. in your hand, you're allowed to say whatever you and want. Actually, you're just that's like, what we're going to do. Guy walks down the road, and he <laughs> 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 that's what I'm thinking. I'm doing after after this interview. I'm just going to take the small mic and just kind of wander around and fuck with people. Yeah, and just yeah. Like, it's good fun. I got a cancel of wine. Because <laughs> yeah, well, like when we came here, we were supposed to be doing a set thing at a set time as you, yeah. as you may or may as not know <laughs> as, you, as you were supposed to be on set stage with, with, the, with the rest of them but yeah it, it just like for whatever reason you know people are waking up late it's a, they've been partying all night it didn't yeah. happen but this kind of works too I kind of like the idea of just showing up with a mic and yeah, I mean, talking to people I, obviously who are playing the festival but just seeing what happens like kind yeah. of a new plan I think for festivals going forward and just, just do this because it's, yeah. it's kind of cool yeah no kidding so I guess long story That's short cool. what are your views on the economy <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know keep your stick on the ice that's a good and, answer for uh, anything. Don't take bad penalties. All right. I like it. Don Good like deal. The Don Cherry oh, advice. Perfect yeah. answer. Yeah. Cool. Don Cherry uh, <laughs> advice. <laughs> that is the Don Cherry advice. Yeah. Keep your head up, keep your stick on the ice, yeah. don't take any dumb penalties. <laughs> that covers any topic. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Politics, the economy. All right, so we've got the, religion, back, of the sh- we got the back of the shirts now. Keep your stick on the ice, keep don't take any dumb penalties. <laughs> Which police radio? Awesome. That's a great idea. It is. I like it. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. cool. <laughs> so, do you have any uh, any shows coming up? The people hearing us uh, might want well, to tonight, uh, and then uh, what will it be? The next one will be September tenth. September tenth at uh, the Sherbrooke Street Festival. Oh, okay. oh yeah, with Roger Roger. They're playing as well. Yeah, with Roger okay. Roger. Awesome. And um, and then uh, September. What is it? Seventeenth, we're playing at Harvest Moon Festival. Cool. Oh, also with Roger Roger. Yeah, I think I think okay. everyone here is playing okay. at the same festivals. <laughs> okay. Do you do, do a lot of these go. festivals? Like, it, there's so many of them now. Well, Manitoba. now you... I'm trying to. I did like I took kind of like a couple of years off. Like last year, I didn't do too many, and a few years back, I didn't do too many, uh, just because of other stuff. Yeah. Um, but uh, now I, I I've sort of got my band and I got this album that's about to come out. Yeah, in September. It's coming out next month. Exactly. Yeah, that'll be the show after that. It'll be the twenty fourth. Okay. Which is at the Goodwill. It's our album release. Cool, cool. Yeah. So, so, uh, and then I think there's one more after that. Maybe not though. What's the best way for someone who maybe is hearing you for the first time here to find out more about your music? Like the website, social media. What's the best? Uh, yeah, probably my website. Um, probably like, like. MikeAaronberg.com or Facebook. Okay. I think Facebook is better. Like they kind of have a good interface for yeah. that now. It's sort of like Bandcamp. It's just like that's the ultimate one. It you is. Know? It is for releasing music ads. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna have my album on Bandcamp because I, I I strongly support their their uh, the artist friendly kind of policy they have. Yeah. 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 It's so sweet on it. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Do you want to play something? I would love to play something. Uh, also, before yeah. we do, I actually have one hard-hitting question. Oh, you do? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I do. I do. Oh, I just I just took a picture, and you guys, uh, if you're listening to this and you check the website, you'll see it. Uh, you look like a casual man. How do you <laughs> feel about Levi's making uh, skinny jeans? 
Well, Levi's making skinny. Not a strange question at all. Look at how relaxed this man is. Imagine if he was in a pair of fucking nut huggers. I'm just asking a fucking question, Sam. All right? <laughs> I don't know. I think skinny jeans are all right. All right. Yeah. Okay, like, you have it from Micah himself. Skinny jeans are all right. I've got these pants that are like, that are like. Pants? I'm going to wear them tonight and they're like Levi's and they're like kind of, they're like slimmer than these, you know? These are pretty loose fitting. But I, you know. And they're kind of like, they're kind of like nicer. Yeah. Nicer. Is it nicer to wear tighter pants? Well, I, it depends on who you are. It's, it's all a comfort level kind of uh, situation, hence why it's so... No, but are, are tighter pants more like considered... Uh, no, no, I don't mean just tighter pants in general. I mean like <laughs> Levi's making the 510s, well, the 511s, right. the 541s. I mean, I know the numbers. Do you keep up on you the Levi's know, trends? And I do wear a lot of Levi's. <laughs> There you Not go. today, of course, because I'm at a festival. I wanted some chinos to look relaxed. I don't even know what that means. The yeah. youth know what that means, Sam. Right. Chinos? Right. Is that what the chinos are? I don't. I don't know. Chino Marino played in a band once, <laughs> and they put the, the name on a tag, so I bought them. Yeah. Okay. All, All right. right. All right. Let's hear so, a song. Yeah. <laughs> right, okay. This is a song that the guy wrote. Uh, Busking on Osborne, and he came up to us and he said, Here's a poem, maybe you can make it into a song one day. And it's, it's uh, called The Six L's because it's six, which is six lines, and each one starts with an L. And we still don't know who this guy is because he, he signed it and we couldn't read his signature. <laughs> Probably a doctor, I assume. <laughs> Yeah, he, was, he looked pretty lowly for a doctor, but maybe. You can read his signature though, so there's a pretty good chance he was a doctor. <laughs> See you.